Madame Delacroix's soiree was a success. Despite the chill winter wind that whipped around the galleried mansion, the creme de la creme of St. Martinville had honored the invitations delivered by her groom. Dressed in their velvets and brocades, their satins and sarcenets, the guests had bundled into their carriages and driven to her house along the muddy tracks overhung with moss-draped trees. It was not the beaux of their hostess that brought them, Madame well knew, but the prospect of news. Though more than seventeen years had passed since the Frenchmen and women of Louisiana had become Americans, and though they had basked for as long as it lasted in the glory of Republican France, there was among them a fascination with royalty. Was their fine town not known even now as Le Petit Paris? And were not many of them aristocratic émigrés, or the children of such, who had fled the terror thirty-odd years before? Quite a few could remember the rumble of the tumbrils and the flashing blade of Madame Guillotine. To be sure, the prince lately come among them was from some Balkan kingdom one had scarcely heard of. Nonetheless, royalty was royalty. It was highly unlikely, of course, that he would put in an appearance this evening. Mon Dieu, but Madame Delacroix would have sent out criers to tell the world if such a thing were expected. Still, one could dance and eat and drink. Madame was famous for her suppers, and perhaps there would be someone present who had seen the royal personage passing through the town, or had a servant who knew the Negro slaves at Petit Versailles, the plantation of Monsieur de la Chaise where he was staying. The music of violin, French horn, and pianoforte was gay, the dancing sprightly, and the conversation, consisting of gossip and matters of mutual interest to the area's closely interrelated families, mild through caution, since one must be careful not to offend. The long, silk-hung room, contrived by throwing wide the doors between the Grand Salle and the Petit Salle, were warmed by a brightly burning fire at each end. The air was scented with the faint tang of wood smoke, the medley of perfumes worn by the ladies, and the woodsy fragrance of the shining green streamers of smilax that had been used to decorate the mantels and doorways. The polished floor gleamed, reflecting the radiance of chandeliers overhead and the soft-colored gowns of the ladies. Dancers moved in and out, voices rose and fell. Women smiled and men bowed.